Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Ecstatic made it. Yeah. And welcome to another edition of the Cubicle Rights on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Lance Lawrence, and we are streaming live from Mania in the Greater Accra region. Live on our Facebook and on our YouTube and Ghana Talks Radio. We are clocking 2:50 p.m. right here in Ghana. It's time for the Monday edition of the Cubicle. With me, Lance Haruna, Lawrence. Uh, so today's Monday is quite a very calm one. We have some very, very important discussions that we can have right here on the program. Uh, today we are looking at Ghana's domestic debt exchange program that was launched by the finance minister it was actually announced last night it has been launched today what does this particular exchange debt exchange program mean for the ordinary man what do we take away from this particular program what do we expect for it to happen how do things change and how will things get better this and more we're discussing right here on the cubicle on ganatos video Earlier today, the Minister of Information with the Minister of Finance has been educating the public on what this all this means. But there have been speculation, there have been expert analysis out there that are counter that are countering some of the claims or some of the points made by the Minister for Finance. We want to look at all of them and see what we also understand from all that's going to happen or that's happening right now as Ghana launches its debt exchange program as the finance minister leads Ghana's domestic debt exchange program. So stick and stay with me right here on Get In The Cubicle, live on Ghana Talks Radio. You can join our conversation live on our live chat on YouTube and on Facebook at Ghana Talks Radio. You can also listen via our website at www.ganatosradio.com. As I said, stick and stay with me. When I come back, we get to see the genesis of this particular program. Where is it coming from? What is it meant to do? And what does it mean for the ordinary man and the ordinary investor out there? Live from Ganatosradio. Stick and stay when we come back from this short break. What up, GH? What's going on? We come your way with the latest, the latest filler, and yes, are you looking for the latest news about your favorite celebrities? Who married who and who cheated on who? Here we discuss everything and everything with fun, joy, and comedy. Join myself on Himalayan DJ coverage and master of comedy Alaj Zongo on Wednesday at exactly 8 p.m. live on Ghana Talks Radio. Relationships and family lives. We speak on the topic most people like to keep to themselves. 
with our brilliant panelists, we open the discussions into your love life. So join us just and every Thursday at 8 p.m. live on Ghana Talks Radio. Be a part of the conversation, enjoy the excitement, and let's find the answers together. So welcome right back here to the Cubicle and Ghana Talks Radio. As I said today, we are discussing the domestic debt exchange program that has been launched by the Minister for Finance, Mr. Kenu Foreata. Uh, a lot of education is currently ongoing about what that means for the ordinary investor or the ordinary Ghanaian out there. But we're trying to look at the genesis of this particular program. You know, last night there were there were communiques that suggested that the minister will be addressing or be giving updates on that particular program today. But however, it happened that he gave the address last night via Facebook uh, stream on the, from the Minister for Information. And also beyond that, I think there was also a statement of that particular uh, uh, update that was released into the, into the media space, especially on social media. And a lot of conversation has been up already on it. And that's what we're also trying to add up to that particular discussion. What does it mean for an ordinary investor life here on the Ganatos field or the cubicle on Ganatos field? So, uh what 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 the minister actually said in the beginning was this i think the genesis has been his address of financial policy statement to to parliament that the budget for 2023 and this all has been hinged on uh ghana's decision to go to the imf as a result of the current economic crisis that we find ourselves in uh, so it was by law that going into the new year or going to next next year, the minister had to what submit his budget statement or budget policy to the country. But the issue was that the the, the country is still what in negotiations with the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, for a program, for an IMF program. And what we all knew was that from the speech of the president, and even from the updates from the minister himself. They were waiting for at least to get a, at a point with the IMF before they can what before the minister can come to parliament and then deliver or present his budget statement. He did that, and the debate is still ongoing, or the debate on the budget is ongoing. So we know that in that particular budget delivery or presentation, the minister mentioned this debt exchange program before. That particular submission or presentation in Parliament, the discussion was around <laughs> hovered around what kind of losses are imminent for the ordinary or the, yeah, the individual investor in Ghana to lose. Was the individual investor in Ghana going to lose some money? How much losses were people ready? Were people should people be ready to embrace or to embrace up for? This were the discussion that were ongoing. And we all remember the speech of the president, his excellency Narodan Kwakufadu, where he said that there will be no haircuts. He was very, very categorical. A lot of experts said that no, his part this particular statement was not going to augur well for for the IMF negotiations because it looked like it was premature. So yeah, this this particular program, the discussion hadn't just started today, but it has started for a long while, like I said. Uh, last night the minister came up with updates and before that there were a lot of there was all the leakage out there a lot of people were saying this is what this is what the the, the is expected 
uh, to be said by the minister and truly truly he came out with it there was one interesting tweet that i, I, I came across from bryce was during the time of uh the the presentation of this particular announced the announcement of this particular program where he said that it's not becoming something like a, a common occurrence in ghana's economy uh, where the 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 minister actually uh preempts discussion on very very key policy decisions uh, so when a lot of people were expecting that the program will be announced this today it actually happened to be announced yesterday you know had to announce yesterday so that if there were going to be any discussions or any inputs from any other person in those particular one in those particular uh in this particular program that would have been avoided because at last has been what well, it has been it has been announced already so there's no way anyone can say anything against it or at least try to input anything it has already been done uh just shortly after the announcement one <laughs> people were saying that i came up like i said so they just shared a tweet so this tweet is actually for bryce he said the deed is done ghana ghana has unilaterally announced a default first time since 1982 in certain like for like respects though it is the first time since 1972 commercial loan default the question on everyone's mm -hmm. mind is will things be smooth or rough with an, or the other steps ahead so yeah this is not just a this is not just a, a mere program it's not just an ordinary program it looks like a lot of understanding needs to go in there for a lot of Ghanaians, especially a lot of people who are more concerned about the state of our economy but yes the deed is done ghana has announced a default and we the default means we cannot pay our debt and we don't know how to pay so let's try and let's try and come up with something let's come up with the way we can pay but not in the immediate so that we can get the space to what to focus on some more pressing issues uh we i want to read i want to read the statement i want to read a portion of the statement that the minister released yesterday then we're going to listen to the, the short video or the video of his presentation but like i said he said that in the budget statement presented in parliament which he announced earlier he said he will be launching the wide exchange program one of the key takeaways from this particular program from our side were the issue of the the what they call the treasury bills treasury bills a lot of <laughs> a lot of Ghanaians who have who subscribe to the government treasury bill were very 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 pessimistic and anxious about what was the fate of their bond of their of their investment so some of the key takeaways were that the domestic bond holders to be exchanged new instruments a uh, no haircut for treasury bills uh, bank of ghana and others to put measures to minimize impact on the financial sector and there was a fund set up to provide liquidity support for schemes including pension and insurances so basically this is what was captured in the in in the statement of the finance minister a lot of experts have of your opinion that this is not hard enough and this may actually set us up for uh, a more turbulent times but it looks like the, the, this particular pro program has been well thought through especially when you don't see a lot of opposition when you don't see a lot of backlash against the the minister uh, or the minister of finance so you know that the, the the program has actually been thought through but for the ordinary man like me and like anybody out there 
who had their 1,000 Ghana CD, their 500 Ghana CD, went to buy treasure bills, hoping to get some small coins from it in the next three, uh, three months, six months, or years. Was scared. Will I lose my treasure? Will I lose my investment? Will there be haircuts? And how much of haircut? Will the haircut affect my, my principal or just my interest? All these questions were in the mind of a lot of Ghanaians, a lot of Ghanaians, a lot of Ghanaians. I remember <laughs> we were placing some course class and actually let's listen to what he said because this is how money is where will it go? Well, so far so good. A lot of uh, from the assurances from the statement released by the minister. He was categorical. It was categorical that in this, this particular same program does not include. So he said that uh, this uh, the government the government of Ghana has been working hard to minimize the impact of the demand of the domestic deficit on investors in, in holding government bonds, particularly small investors, individuals, and other vulnerable groups. In line with this, treasury bills are completely exempted and all holders will pay the value, the full value of their investments on maturity. I think this is, this, the fact that this is number one on the item shows that it's very, very important. It was very, very important for a lot of ordinary Ghanaians. And no matter what situation we are going through, I think the first thing that we have to do is to protect the ordinary Ghanaian, the investment of the ordinary Ghanaian. And to the extent where especially treasury bills are exempted, uh, I think uh, for me, I'll say kudos to the, to, to the minister or to the, to, yeah, to the minister and to the government for actually paying attention to that because Charlie, if we are still going through this economic crisis and this crisis has, was not caused by the ordinary Ghanaian, and this crisis, of course, as a result of cons or as, or as a con the consequences of decisions taken by the elites, the leaders, the only Ghana should not even suffer one person more than what he or she is already going through today. The only Ghana is already suffering enough. He's getting poorer day by day. So there's more that he wants to chop. No, please. It's like, it is very, very important that we, 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 we protected them. Uh, he also said that there will be no haircut on the principle of bonds. This is very, very. This has been con highly contested by a lot of uh, stakeholders, especially the experts, and then individual holders of bonds will not be affected. This also has also been contested a lot. But in 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 that case, what these assurances actually allays a lot of fears of the ordinary person out there because this issue of bonds and then. The ordinary Ghana actually doesn't even know that. He just knows that, actually, I want to put my money and go and buy treasure bills. This is what he's concerned about. That's why he put his 1,000, 2,000, 5,000, 10,000 inside. Right? The, the government requires our financial institutions hold a substantial proportion of these bonds. Obviously, uh, as such, the potential impact of this exchange on the financial sector has been assessed by the respective regulators. He said that working with this, they've kept in, like I said, the, lot, the commentary out there was a little bit restricted to a point where People could not be naysayers anymore, especially on social media, especially the arrest of some uh, social media users. But a lot of concern was raised about this, this, the impact of this particular program on the financial sector. Mind you, the financial sector, a lot of interest is on there, is there, is invested in there. It is because a lot of people have invested a lot of money. So any program that we are going to take or we are, we are undertaking should not, want, should not lead to... To, to more exploitation of the vulnerabilities of what the financial sector because it will directly hit the ordinary man out there so a lot of a whole lot 
of concern was raised there. So the Minister Kunduzi specified the Bank of Ghana, the Securities and Exchange Commission, the National Insurance Commission, and the National Pensions Regulatory Authority will ensure that the impact of a debt operation on your financial institutions is minimal using all regulatory tools available to them. One important thing was this mention of the Financial Stability Fund, SFS, established by the government toward with the help of the government to provide liquidity support to banks, pension funds, insurance companies, fund managers, creative investment schemes, and so that they are able to meet their relations to their clients. So like I said, just on the face of it, just on just on the overview of this particular uh, program being launched by the ministry, it looks it's, it looks like it has actually put a lot of thought in protecting the individual, the ordinary Ghanaian, in the sense of they not losing their investment, and that is a plus. Mind you, we are not giving them a plus for putting us in that situation. We are giving them a plus for just at least remembering that at this point, if they could do anything to save the or to protect the ordinary Ghanaian from losing more any more investment, they should have they should do that, and that's what they are trying to do. So let's see how it goes. Let's see how it works out. Let's see how the market or the economy, the stakeholders will what react to it. And then let's see whether they are able to pull through and then at least survive and maintain, at least protect the other person from what? From more losses, especially investment, losses in their investment. Uh, like I said, a lot of things have been contested already by some experts, but Charlie, mm-hmm. at least we know that in the meantime, in the meantime, the ordinary Ghana, the ordinary Ghana investor at least will not lose some money. Or a lot more money that we thought would have happened, or that was feared would have happened. Uh, let's take a short break at this point. When we come back, I want us to play. When we come, I will play the minister's um, presentation full of it, so that we can all read, read, hear what he said last night. Also, we want to uh, draw attention to more education that has been going on by the Ministry of Information on this particular program, and that's very, very important. There's a lot of, uh, there's a, there's a high level of mis- uh, understanding of the whole program and how it affects especially the individual investor but the minister of information is out there with the minister for finance out there doing proper education or doing some education coupled with uh party boys or uh, party warriors on twitter so yeah is the education is still ongoing we also uh, also do our best to add to want uh, to, to share some of the education out there so that we can all at least properly understand there were the consequences of this particular program that the the finance minister has launched uh, stick and stay with us when we come back. We play the minister's audio or video and then we we'll continue our discussion right on the cubicle. Accra, are you ready? It's the biggest showdown this December. The Ghana Talks Radio Street Takeover is coming to you live at Tanyal Market. Come witness and enjoy electrifying performances from the Queen of Kings. The poor music boss, Ras Kuku. The Obia Mamiya the hits maker, Ko Intakra, and many more. There will be food, drinks, raffle draw, dance, talent showcase, photography, and many other giveaways happening live at Anyam Market on the 24th of December 2022. Get open at exactly 6 pm. Entry is free. It's about to go down. So if you are ready, get on your dancing shoes and let's boogie into the new year. This event is proud sponsored by GTR Sounds, Thames Metals Corporation, and BB Superfine Bakery. For reservations and sponsorship, contact 020
What's up, people? I go by the name Coin Takra. I'm with the level Bayon. Now, listen, Tom, it's Coin Takra. Every Friday on Ghana Talks Radio, 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Someone winning with the Dalbe. I got another segment for you guys. Now, listen, it's all about up and coming round table. You be rapper, you the sing, or you feel say you get talent. You get songs. Now, listen, send your song and picture via round table at ghanatalksradio.com or just WhatsApp us. On 020-254-4614 Up and coming artists round table Now listen Every week Biani we go select 10 best artists Our judges go day studio best one But we never forget the fans and all on all social media and when I was streeting and so no Then go vote You go invite them for studio and we get surprises for the artists what you see So last Friday of every month we go invite the first week second with Ted, we can your D Kangano. Near the Oma Bus Studio, and you get so many prizes for the soldiers. So, up and coming round table. If you be artist, Charlie, just put a song there, you could blow them. One in your corner, be a mammy at that. Wadding, Jajai. So welcome right back here to the club because as I said, uh, for me, we are going to listen to the minister once more, or his presentation, what he told us last night, and what it means. We'll come back and then we'll finish with a few questions that I asked myself last night. Like a lot, there's a few questions that pop up that I, I wanted, to, I wanted answers to. We're trying to discuss those few questions, and then we'll look at some more education that has been ongoing by the minister for minister of information in collaboration with the minister of finance. So stick and see. Let's listen to what the minister said last night. Good evening, Ghanaians. In the budget statement presented to Parliament on November 24th, I announced the government will undertake a debt operation program. The broad contours of the debt sustainability analysis has been concluded, and I'm here this evening to provide some details on Ghana's domestic debt exchange, which will be launched tomorrow. External debt restructuring parameters will be presented in due course. Under the domestic exchange program, domestic bondholders will be asked to exchange their instruments for new ones. Existing domestic bonds as of 1st December 2022 will be exchanged for a set of four new bonds maturing in 2027, 2029, 2032, and 2037. The annual coupon on all these new bonds will be set at 0% in 2023, 5% in 2024, and 10% from 2025 until maturity. Coupon payments will be semi-annual. Our commitment to Ghanaians and the investor community in line with negotiations with the IMF is to restore macroeconomic stability in the shortest possible time and enable investors to realize the benefits of this debt exchange. The government of Ghana has been working hard to minimize the impact of the domestic debt exchange on investors holding government bonds, particularly small investors, individuals, and other vulnerable groups. In line with this, treasury bills are completely exempted and all holders will be paid the full value of their investments on maturity. There will be no haircut on the principle of bonds individual holders of bonds would also not be affected. 
the government recognizes that our financial institutions hold a substantial proportion of these bonds. As such, the potential impact of this exchange on the financial sector has been assessed by their respective regulators. Working together, these regulators have put in place appropriate measures and safeguards to minimize the potential impact on the financial sector and to ensure the financial stability is preserved. Specifically, the Bank of Ghana, the Securities and Exchange Commission, the National Insurance Commission, and the National Pensions Regulatory Authority would ensure that the impact of the debt operation on your financial institution is minimized using all regulatory tools available to them. Secondly, a financial stability fund is being established by government with the help of development partners to provide liquidity support to banks, pension funds, insurance companies, fund managers, and collective investment schemes to ensure that they are able to meet their obligations to their clients as they fall due. These are difficult times, and we count on the support of all Ghanaians and the investor community to make this exercise successful. We are confident that these measures will contribute to restoring macroeconomic stability. With your understanding and support and that of the entire investor community, we shall overcome our current difficulties. And with the help of God, put our economy back on the path of renewed and robust growth. As 1 Samuel 30:19 says, nothing was missing, small or great. I say to you, nothing will be lost, nothing will be missing, and nothing will be broken. We will together recover all. Thank you, and God bless our homeland, Ghana. Yeah, so welcome back right here at the cubicle. We just listened to the Minister's habit last night, said nothing will be lost. And that's why a lot of people are contesting, but so far, so good. A lot of education is ongoing, like I said, by the ministry. Uh, last night, before he, this update, I asked a few questions that I wanted to... I was asking. I don't know. I didn't get responses to those questions. I'm trying to get... I'm trying to read the questions out and see what I can today... After listening to this update, we've answered... There are some answers to those questions because I was actually a bit concerned. And that's why I had those questions. So one of the first questions was that we are here cause, because our debt is unsustainable right and that was a question i asked and I, yeah, yeah that's just that's just basically that's it our debt is unsustainable like we cannot pay so we, of course we cannot pay today you know like if you have to pay hundred hundred thousand ghana city to someone but you have to two thousand ghana city you cannot pay right it's not that you won't pay you can't pay today but you pay so when will i pay i will postpone the payment you see so that means that we are here because it's not because we can't pay our debt in the future. We can pay our debt, our debt in the future, but right now, the debt on our on us, the money, the, the debt to GDP is so high that if you pay, you we cannot, we cannot, our country will go will collapse. So if I have two thousand Ghana city, you know, you hundred thousand Ghana city. I can if I give the two thousand Ghana city right now. What happens is that the rest of the money I have not paid, and also have money again to feed my children. So you see where Ghana is. That's why we are here, and that's why we need to. Uh, to restructure our debt payment so that we can we can pay in the long run. So the issue was that if your money is with me as a country, if your money was with me, the issue would not be there. So when will I get my money? When will I get my money? That was the, see that, that's the fear of the ordinary Ghanaian. 
Because people actually give money to government. People loan, uh, borrow money to government. They give money to government as their investment, as a loan to government, right? So if government say I don't have money to pay back my loans right now, what's going to happen to my money? Am I losing my money? And that's why a lot of ordinary Ghanaians were concerned about, especially those who have this, uh, who went for this, who satisfied for the treasury bill stuff, so, and other bonds. So there are a lot of, a lot of domestic bondholders were scared because if you, if I know that you didn't announce that you cannot pay my money back, right? But right now we all know that you cannot pay. So if I announce that I can't pay as as I'm supposed to pay now. Doesn't mean I don't get my money back. Doesn't mean when do I get my money? And the minister is saying, no, it doesn't mean you don't get your money back. But the thing is that maybe you, of course, if you were supposed to pay you 10,000 Ghana, 2023, we'll pay you 2,000 Ghana, so that we'll leave the 8,000 Ghana for 2024, 2025, and 2027, and then. That's basically what he's saying. Another question was that is overboarding a factor? Yes, overboarding has been a factor to our debt. It's not, it's not news. Our debt. It's here because we overborrow. We borrow to extend that. We borrow past. <laughs> we borrow past our, our our ability to pay. That's just the issue. So we overborrow. It's not that countries don't borrow. Countries, a lot of countries even borrow more than Ghana. But the issue is that when you are borrowing, you are borrowing according to how much you can pay. But we didn't borrow. That. We borrowed more than how much you can pay. So right now we borrow too much to extend that we can't borrow more again to pay back the loans that we borrowed before. So we now have to pay for our pocket. But we don't have money to pay for our pocket. If you pay for our pocket, what happens is that. Uh, if you pay for a pay, you don't have money to feed our children. So Ghanaians will get hungry, and then a lot of issues that is, that is going to cause a lot more problems that we don't want in Ghana. The third question asked: uh, Will they will this promote speculation, which is bad for a city? So this question was actually before the update. My question was that: uh, Will this promote speculation? Because there are a lot of uh, what do you call it leakages and rumors out there about what is going to what is impending, what is the, the minister will say. And I was asking, what is promote speculation? Speculation was in quotation marks because uh, a lot of blame about the the, the deposition of the city, even from the presidency, was that the, uh, there was a lot of speculation about the about the city. So it, it, automatically, people had to work. people rushed to remove their money, so change their money into dollars. So it made the city go lose value at a very rapid speed in a very short time. So that was why he said he can't pay the day. It wasn't because he said if I'm money, don't make noise. It's because if you are if you are making noise about your money, that your money is not good. Meanwhile, your money is good. It means that people are, are putting fear in people to go and change their money to someone else's money. So your money automatically will lose value. That's what happened to Ghana's currency, according to the presidency and the MPP uh, or the communicators. But a lot of other guys, especially that, no, that wasn't the case. It's just because Ghana lost balance of payment we didn't have money again that's why our money was our currency so my question was that would this promote speculation once again if that speculation was promoted would that mean our city would depreciate again that was my question but so far i'm still i've not gotten an answer but one and one thing i know is that with this particular announcement this particular program it kind of sets like it it, it sets a table for discussion on how to pay right it's just like if you are sick or if, if if you are sick and then you know a doctor in your in your family and the doctor knows that oh this guy has, the way he's behaving it looks like he's sick but you say oh i'm not sick if you are saying you are not sick there's no way the doctor can cure you because you are saying that you're not sick and there's no way the doctor can say oh come and let me check you up and see what i can diagnose you right you are not sick so now you admit that you are now sick so there's not okay now let's talk let's see how you can diagnose your problem let's, let's see how you can now solve your problem and that's where ghana is right now we've admitted that we cannot pay 
So now let's discuss. We discuss this how the payment will go. Do we all accept it or not? Then we now the negotiation will keep on going, and that's where we see what will happen in the future. But as I right now, there's going to be stability because there's not going to be a lot of uncertainty. The, the, the path is not clear. The problem is that do we take that path together or we take that path in harmony or in conflict? That's not an issue, but there's not going to be any more speculation. There's not going to be any more uncertainty. Uh, the next thing is that is the government not taking the right steps? That's one of the most important questions because a lot of people were always criticizing the government that you are not listening to us. You are not doing enough. You are not taking the boots by these horns. You are not doing using the right measures. You are not implementing the right policy. With this particular program that has been launched by the Minister for Finance, does it mean that the government is not doing the right thing? For me, in terms of uh, trying to bolster your own what uh, revenue, trying to uh, increase your own, you know, there are a lot of measures that was mentioned by the president, especially about export, uh, forest exchange and stuff. The issue, another issue was on how to increase our own revenue. You know, the e-levy proposal has been, has been sent that they want to remove the threshold. A lot of people are saying, no, don't remove the threshold, reduce the rate, and then people can pay more so that you get more money. That, the, the debate is still ongoing. But a lot of um, uh, revenue measures has been, has been, has been proposed by the government, including even some new taxes. So, yes, my issue was that, if you feel like you can raise more revenue by doing extra, you should have done that so that you can what, at least boost your capacity to what, to pay faster so that you can get back to being normal. But at this point, is he doing the right thing? In terms of increasing revenue, where he can actually cut more expenditure. For me, I feel like you're not doing so, they're still not doing the best because there's still more expenditure that you can cut from the, from the, from public pay so that we can save more money to pay all this and get back to being normal. So yeah, in terms of the program trying to protect individual investors, uh, domestic bondholders who, especially small small companies, small small businesses, trying to uh, protect no haircut for uh, what you call treasury bills and stuff, that is very good. But in terms of you okay, looking at the other side, trying to increase your revenue, trying to cut expenditure, there's still more that we can do, uh, there's still more that the government can do from my own perspective, that's what I think. And the last question is one of the questions that got someone into trouble was, <laughs> Well, it doesn't make the banking sector more vulnerable. But I think this has been addressed by the minister in his statement where he said that uh, working together, these regulators have to put in place measures and safeguard to minimize the potential impact on the financial sector and to ensure that the financial sector is preserved. He says that specifically the Bank of Ghana, Security and Exchange Commission, the National Insurance Commission, the National Pensions Regulatory Authority will ensure that the impact of the debt operation on, the, on your financial institutions is minimized using all the regulatory tools available to them. So, yeah, the question about will they make the, the financial sector more vulnerable seems to have been answered squarely by this particular point by the minister in his statement. He also said that a financial stability fund. FSF is being established by the government with the help of development partners to provide liquidity support to banks, pension funds, insurance companies, fund managers, and collective investment schemes to ensure that they are able to meet their obligations to their clients as they what fall due. So yes, the issue that this particular program has taken into cognizance the the potential impact it will have on the on the financial sector and these two uh, measures that have been specifically mentioned by the minister in his updates shows that there has been like concentration on this on, on the potential impact and how to counter that particular impact so that the financial sector can be what more uh more resistant 
yeah, 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 that's the word. I think more resistant. They try to at least cope to we are over with this particular program. So yeah, the program is clean and clear. A lot of uh, information, like I said, still ongoing about especially especially individual invest investors. But it's still clear. That was my last question. Actually, is the banking doesn't make the banking sector more vulnerable? But with what the habits that has come up, it shows that there have been specific measures. Now the real question, the flame question is just one and one only. How successful will, be, will the program be? What will be the challenges of the program? And people are already talking about litigations and stuff from the marketplace. Uh, what are some of the challenges that may face? The right, right as of right now, because of the, the more litigation that is going to on, keep ongoing, lots of investors. Uh, for instance, and they are now assured that they will not lose their what their invest their investments, especially in the treasury bonds and especially domestic bondholders. Uh, there was there was a tweet. I think we have that tweet uh, where uh, Gabriel Ochoedako said there will be no haircuts on the principal of your bonds. He was just restating the uh, the part of the of the, of the of the statements of the minister. So he said, I think we have a tweet. Right? So there will be no haircuts on the principal of your domestic bonds. And then Dr. Tio Chachampo retweeted, quoted his tweet and said, that is not true, boss. The finance minister said, treasury bills are protected, so full redemption. So as you can see, the tweet down with you. But other local debt instruments, example, fixed deposit bank debt holdings are to be exchanged for four instruments with different maturity dates and coupon payments, so they are implicit haircuts. So yeah, this issue about whether there will be a haircut on the principal of your domestic bonds is still like highly debated out there and like reading from the, the doctor use uh, response it was clear that for treasury bills the minister categorically stated that there will not be what losses so that one there we our hearts are now akuma akuma is now down we are now setting that we will not suffer any losses but there were other instruments that were mentioned that they are going to be exchanged into what exchange for four instruments with different maturity dates so yeah this particular exchange for four different or four new instruments with different maturity dates and coupon payments some have seen it as what what an inevitable haircut for some of these bondholders but actually as on that level like those are the big big men there so the ordinary Ghanaian may not the poor Ghanaian who has five thousand or two thousand Ghana city to go and buy treasure will not suffer so much but it's still out there but like i said the question that remains is that will it, will it be will it be successful and what will it take for the finance minister to drive through this program so that at least the stakeholders or the domestic players the, the domestic stakeholders who are, will, will receive this particular program warmly and, co and collaboratively so that we can always steer through and be successful with at least that's on the domestic front he also announced that there will be what the foreign front there'll be more updates over the foreign front how to approach the foreign uh investors so yeah that is it right here we're just going through the minister's updates or the Ghana's uh debt domestic debt exchange program that was launched earlier today that was announced by the minister for finance mr uh the whole idea is that basic or the ordinary Ghanaian investment domestic bondholders first treasury bills will not suffer any losses uh the next one was that there will be no haircuts on principal of bonds so the interest is as for the interest there will be some cuts but your principal there will not be principal that was for domestic bondholders and individual holders of bonds will not be affected so individual holders of bonds who has, has announced will not be affected 
the real question the real issue is now do we or how do we get this thing through how do we get implemented successful so that at least we can manage but like i said there's still a lot more that we can do in the aspect of revenue generation for government especially when we, when we look at cutting more expenditure and then pulling to pulling uh pulling off or going through with their plans to uh, or with the negotiation with the imf to secure the three billion dollar uh program but so far so good so far so good if you are sick and you admit that you are sick you get treatment if, if you are sick and you don't admit that you are sick that's where it's difficult for you to get a cure but right now we are all admitting that we are now all sick as a country <laughs> sick and the finance minister is open to more uh treatment so yeah let's hope that the the the, the holders the stakeholders will respond warmly and then we can drive through this particular program and see how successful this has been the chemical rights and ghana talks video just looking through the abyss of the minister last night and the launching of the program today this has been a chemical we've been live on facebook on youtube and now it's at www.ganatosradio.com my name is lasa haruna lawrence i don't have been here with dj kobe rich holding me down with my production i want to say thank you to all staff and management of gtr we can catch up all our programs live on our website just visit www.ganatosradio.com to enjoy our shows keep following our social media at ganatosradio.com on all social media platforms Stay tuned and enjoy the rest of our program. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Ecstatic made it. Yeah. Nobody feeling the way I'm feeling tonight, yeah. And I have the hope that things will be alright, yeah. So we're feeling our rain. As we are all day long, we are hoping, say, that one day things go better. Ghana Talks Radio in a mix. In a mix. The best music in the world. The best. The best music. My favorite station. Ghana Talks Radio.